You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindlin. Eric! Yes, Hello. sir. Hello. Oh, so nice to hear your voice. Oh. It's nice to hear your voice. Things are wild. They're a little wild. Do me a favor. Turn turn your volume down a tiniest bit. Turn my volume down, 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 down. Good? That looks delightful. Yeah. Uh, right. Welcome to the Worst Possible Timeline, everybody. Welcome back. Yo. We did I'm, it, fam. Yeah, yeah. I'm not excited, though. No, no. It's not. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, so things were getting a little hairy in Cambodia, but uh, out here, it's just a... Uh, th- this is a uh, government oppression. Uh, I'm, I'm not game for this. I'd rather take my chances with the virus. You know, I've been thinking about this episode that we were doing and I figured that that would be the central thesis of this episode. Um, I got to say as scary as the virus is, this is a, it's a nasty bug. You don't want this shit, but uh... this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Government... uh government closure of, of everything and keeping me forced inside my home is I think a little scarier, far scarier. I'd, I, uh, people aren't going to believe this and it sounds too heavy. And if your grandma just died, my apologies, but I would much rather take my chances with a pulmonary disease that leaves me gasping for breath and dying slowly and horribly. Uh, separated from my family because they can't visit me for fear of getting sick themselves. I would much rather take my chances with that than be told how to behave. I mm. can't handle it. I, am, I, I might break into Mexico this week because I, as soon as I landed, I said, Oh no, <laughs> this, you know what this, the, is, this is not for me. You know what the irony is, is that you would, your preferred method of living is inside 24 seven anyway. Yes. But, but as soon as, as they're telling you to do it, it's like, fuck you. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I think I have the coward version of uh, oppositional defiant disorder. Oh. Uh, so little kids that have this uh, typically turn into criminals because uh, th- it's just, it's not even poor impulse control. They just have like a, a reflexive, uh, uh, th- they just can't do what they're told. And uh, I, a lot of times those kids end up in jail because th- they're the sort of kids that like the cop says, put your hands on your head and, the, and you know, they, they, they reach in their pocket or whatever, whatever sh- sort of shit. Right. But yeah. You know, I'm not a violent guy and have no real, you know, I'm not like that. So, but I really just will ignore what I'm being told until I die. (laughs) So so I, uh, I just, you know, I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not really game for, for what's out in these streets right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's nothing fun about it. This shit sucks ass. I'm, I'm luckily still have a job, but I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in my parents' house for the foreseeable future. Um, and I guess like, the- you can, you can go out, I can go outside and do shit, but they're like, they tell you not to see I'm in the inverse. I can't go to my folks' house. Right. So, yeah. You probably should. So I, I am, uh, I'm in a weird position. I, I'm in a, uh, a luxury condo at the moment, uh, so life's not that bad. Uh, but on the streets, there's nobody but the the strangest and most deranged of homeless. Yeah, uh, which, which I took makes the train a large here. part of the population for Los Angeles these days. Yeah, I think it's three quarters right now. At least. So I took a train. Now, don't get me wrong; trains in Los Angeles are never very full, uh, but. On this one, the only person on the train was a sleeping homeless man on the floor. And that was the only person on the train at 2 p.m. I didn't even uh, know Los Angeles had trains. Yeah, they're not they're not terribly popular. Um, but uh, I think that uh, the conspiracies, which are, are you up on the QAnon conspiracies regarding this? Yes, I am. Quite, okay. quite fun. So, so – did it break your heart to find out that Tom Hanks was a pedo? Oh, come on. That that's 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 conspiracy 101. We've been known. <laughs> We've been known. Tom, you can't hide out here. See, I I put I put all that faith in Tom, although I did have my suspicions when he wanted to play Mr. Rogers. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little too much, my dude. You know, what I mean, you don't got to compensate there, like this. Friend. Yeah. No, so we, we've been we've been known about Tom. Uh what did you hear about Cuba? Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes. W- what happened? He got arrested. For what? Pedo. No, I don't know. No, it wasn't pedo. I think he uh, rape allegation, maybe. Jesus. Out in yeah. these corona, out in these corona streets, we got this chaos. Out in these corona streets, but I, I you know, I think it was. It's sort of like a, a Weinstein esque situation where it's like a number of uh, accusers over a long period of time coming forward. Um, about Cuba Gooding Jr. And um, yeah, there's video of him getting like dragged out by his ears. Yo, uh, I'm going to get dark for a second. Uh, if I if I had to have multiple uh, assault al- accusations, I would hope that it is the week that no one is paying attention to assault allegations. Yeah, it's true because I don't think anybody was. Um, oh, he's he's char- Oh, OK. No, he was arrested in 2019 for forcible touching. No, but I, there was some video from recently of him getting getting hauled out. No shit. In handcuffs, yeah. Well, uh, what do you think? Do you think – because I'm going to – yo, this is another dark one. 
I thought for sure Corona ended the Me Too movement. You think I so? Well, it, corona, kinda, it, it kind of ended all news cycles. Yeah. I it, Like, look, if we ever hear the words Black Lives Matter again, I'd be shocked. <laughs> well, be you mean from like a media outlet? Yeah. I, yeah, confirmed. I'm not saying people don't give a shit about these things. I'm saying the media gave up on Black Lives Matter about a year and a half ago. And now with the corona, it's we're past the event horizon of of other event of other things ever mattering again. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it, it's true. There's nothing. There's truly no, it's not. There's not. There's a little bit. Even election news. There's really no election news anymore. No, I, straight up, I got nothing, nothing about the election while I was uh, in Cambodia, and I was reading the news. Biden, like, uh, Biden, steamrolling Bernie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, again, I was the person early on that said uh, Biden is going to inspire some normalcy. So I'm not against him because ultimately I think that that's what voters really want. They, I, well, especially now I think they want safe, normal, steady leadership. So yeah, this is like people, I see the, the Bernie stands and like, it's, it's over guys. You know, it's kind of, you gotta give up that gimmick. Um, well, as much as, as much as I love the old guy and he's still out here in these streets, you know, fighting for people. So God bless to Bernie, but it, it, it's done. And, 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 um, it's, you know, Biden, now that everyone is scared, you know, like people are just, all the people are, are voting for him because he's the, he's the least scary option. But here, here's the thing. I said that early on. I don't believe that at all. Now he scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so, Biden? So I want, yes, I want Bernie Biden's Biden is falling apart. You know, give me, but Biden has no plan. It's just like, we gotta, we gotta get rid of this thing. Trump's not getting rid of it. And everyone's like, yeah, you're right. And Bernie's like, we're going to give people money and we're going to give you healthcare. And everyone's like, no, 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 this is too much. It's too overwhelming. The money thing I'm, this is going to be tough, Eric. Like this is going to be a tough moment because you can't give everybody in America money. Like that's, that's not the way that, uh, economics work. The, the, things are yeah. going to fall apart if we attempt to give everybody <laughs> money. And uh, there's a lot of people that are kind of shoehorning uh, socialism into a lot of these conversations. And I'm not positive that they understand exactly what's going on. I well, am really – go on. No, well, you know what? Yeah, you're you're right about the money thing. I think it's more of an economic stimulus, but I can't I can't just to like, you know, keep people afloat, you know, amid the all the crashing that's going on. But I can't remember what was your take on Andrew Yang back in the day? I'm not mad at him and I'm also not mad at a UBI. Like I th- I think it's worth exploring. And if if an economic stimulus, any type of package that we put together right now, is of the order of a thousand dollars per person per working person. Like right now I just, I just saw, and this might not be true, but I just saw some asshole on social media talking about the proposed plan is you got to make over 23, 23,000. And there's a whole bunch of rules. And I guess that's to be expected. Anybody that thought that they were just going to hand out checks on the corner is a fucking moron. But the, the, I think conversely to that, it should also be, you know, I don't think, people making over, you know, maybe, I don't know, 50,000 should get it. Like if you, if you're, if you make six figures a year, why are you getting an extra thousand dollars a month? Well, because your expenses are that much higher, which is a thing, which is a thing that it's a thing that we forget. Like you and I are poor people. So we, so we think like poor people and we think 
like, you know, like, oh, he's got it, so he doesn't need it. But people that got it don't, they rarely, until you get into the, the high multi-millions, you rarely got it. It's usually tied up in something else. It's usually just on paper. It, it, True. You know, I, was, I was listening to uh, uh, Adam Carolla on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast a few, like a couple weeks ago, and he made $65 million in a day. Uh, and <laughs> in a day from a stock option. But he couldn't he couldn't divest himself of that. So he only he got a few mil at the end of the day. And don't get me wrong, you and I would be happy for that. But like imagine if you're told here's sixty five you're entitled to sixty five and then you can only scrape out ten. Now again, you and I are poor, so we're thinking, <laughs> whoa, ten million would change my fucking life forever. But what I'm trying to say is poor people and I catch myself doing this all the time, tend to think in, that everybody who's rich just opens up their wall every time they want money. And, and, and that just ain't it. So uh, I guess I think, but my, my point is that, uh, you know, a thousand dollars, $2,000, this is, this is, a, this is in the scheme of things, very a small sum of money. It, I, I would think that if you, while maybe you don't have, you know, a million dollars liquid, um, you know, I think a person that has that, even if it's just on paper, I don't know how much their life will be stimulated by a, a check of a thousand dollars a month. I mean, far, far less than somebody making 30 for sure. But I, I guess what I'm saying is anytime we do this, we're making value judgments about how somebody lives. Yeah, that's true. But like, I, and, and you're right. And, and it's easy to get lost in the weeds, but I think like when, when it comes to taking action for some kind of, you know, some, just some kind of solution. I mean, look there, it's going to come about that there are people that are going to, you know, maybe people that need it, that are going to miss it because of, you know, stringent guidelines and how it's enforced and that, that sucks. And, and those people should speak up, you know, but, um, I mean, it seems like we're in a time right now where like swift action is kind of, kind of necessary. And, and I'll be quite honest we want to go back to the disease. I don't know if the actions that we're taking are really going to be that effective. Okay. So, uh, so, so the swift action thing is, is open to debate. I, I was just listening to somebody I thought had a good point, which is we listen to, we like leaders that are decisive and, and, and quick to move. But a lot of them have a, uh, sort of like right now a social credit with all of us because we're panicked. But if you drive us off a cliff, what, how can we like, how, how can we say that decisiveness was a virtue? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I think that, I think that it's a heroic notion or a romantic notion to always say uh, better to do something than nothing. Sometimes it's good to wait for a beat and figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you know what I always say about like people that are like decisive action is what is needed. Okay. That sounds good. But if I uh, put a bullet through my uh, bedroom door, because I hear somebody in the hallway, that was a very decisive action. And then it's my child on the other side of that door. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, it's easy to, to feel good about being decisive until you look at the ramifications and then, and then being decisive kind of sucks. Like how many times, 
you ever break up with a girl and then you're like, oh, wait, oh, uh, I was I was very in the moment. <laughs> And then you're not feeling great about it anymore. (laughs) So I'm saying like we behave within the moment minds. And I worry sometimes that the virtue of being decisive is too absolute. And that sometimes we got to figure out what's real because if, if authorities right now know what is real, they're doing a very bad job of conveying that to us. Yeah, that's true. I, I truly don't know what to believe. I mean, there's to me, there's two there's two hemispheres to this thing. One of them is looking at Italy and seeing you know 800 people dying in one single 24 hour period, and then looking at Tom Hanks, who is like, yeah, I had it for like a week and a half. I'm chilling now. What I, I don't know what to I don't know what I mean. I guess both of those things are true, right? But like, which is the which is which is pertinent to my life? I'm I'm a Tom Hanks motherfucker. Yeah, you're you're thinking that this is just a you know a little a little spell of uh, uh, wooziness and 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 flemminess, and then you're all good. Yeah, I'm not. You're not buying into the government lie, the Italian government lies. No, 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 no. The Italians, <laughs> uh, you, you and I can speak from experience. They're they're shifty people. They're you know? they're yeah. Well, obviously, I this mean, like probably this this whole thing is probably a way to hide money. <laughs> no, I mean the reason it exploded so much in that country is because they can't they can't keep their fucking hands off each other. It's it's that's their what only it is. way. It's the only way they know how to communicate. They're just touching each other constantly. Yeah, it's they're all Cuba Gooding Juniors. They're doing some forcible groping all the time. That's just that's just the Italian way. And I mean, it's like I don't know. Apparently, they have an older population, and a lot of them live. You know, they live crammed in like a in a hobbit hole together, where they you know just cook spaghetti all day and scream at each other and that's how they transmit the disease i but but i again i, I don't know i don't know like how how afraid of this am i supposed to be how like you know because like i said at the top i'm more afraid of the government overreach on my life than anything fucking for sure fucking for sure i'm like so irritated with people that think uh hey trump is a is a madman and 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 uh he, he means the end of democracy and then they're literally begging for him to put them in a cage until this is all over. I hate, I hate scared people. I, Eric, what do I hate more than anything? I hate hysteria and I hate scared people. And, and I feel like I'm living in a, (laughs) in a fucking flesh cave of, of fucking scared hysterics. And I'm, I'm very unhappy with it. Bring me back to, bring me back to Cambodia where nobody gave a shit. Well, I'm I'm bringing you into my world of fear. I, okay. I, you know, I'm 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 I don't know that I, I'm not like like I said again. I mean, I'm I have a general anxiety about everything that's going on. It's more has to do with the fact that I can't do things anymore. But like, you know, that that besides that, you know, I wasn't really doing much anyway. But like, you know, I can't I can't really I can't go to Pennsylvania to see my girlfriend. I can't like. You know, I, I, there, it is limiting my life in a way that's like really distressing. So, I, Yo. you know, the disease, the disease itself, like, you know, I'm more worried about my parents. I'm sure if I happen to get it, that I will be fine. But I, you know, my parents are in their later sixties. So that, and now I'm stuck in the house with them. So that, that, that does, you know, bring a little anxiety to my chest. I think this is cool. You get, you get an opportunity. You can't leave because if you leave, then you come back and you get them sick. So 
basically you just got to use this as an excuse to order uh, takeout or, or, or order uh, delivery all day. See, you should become, I, you should get weird. And in which, in what way you should like be like a full-time gamer. Oh, uh, I, I, dude, I played, uh, you're going to hate this, right? What I'm about to say right now, but I played the new animal crossing all day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have, I'm only two missions into red dead. I, I, I passed up red dead for, uh, for animal crossing. Yeah, that's upsetting. I'll be, uh, I'll be, honest. <laughs> no, you're grown, I'm, I'm going to, you're, you're, you're grown, man. It's not good. Um, I'm going to get back into actually so, no animal crossing is a way that, uh, my girlfriend and I will be able to, uh, connect, uh, remotely. So there's that okay. we have, she, she didn't get her switch yet, but, um, I, you know, I'm going to get back into red dead. I, I mean, I guess that's just the way I'm going to spend this shit. Cause that game will last you a couple months, right? Yeah. What, what happened with sniper elite? You gave up? Oh no, I still got that too. Okay. You got, it, what, you're scattered. You got like a scattered mind. You got to, you got to focus. Know, yeah. You got to, got to beat things well you know what it is the, the, the ability to just buy things like I, I don't need physical physical copies you just you just don't need so you could just i and, and i know i have my credit card information saved on all of these devices so like i could just i just press a button and i have a new game it's so mm. simple it's really yeah. reckless yeah very dangerous yeah uh, so wait let's go back the the power and control that the the yeah. government has seized from from the individual yeah. Uh, are you ready to take up arms? It might come to that. Oh, wow. All right. I mean, I, I look, I'm not, I'm not weirdo libertarian conspiracy guy. I'm not going to play that part. I mean, for sure. The government wants to control your life for sure. But, that when, when this is over, you, you do believe that Justin Trudeau and his wife are not sequestered, are not in self, uh, imposed isolation for the betterment of the country that they have been arrested as pedos. You, you, you acknowledge that <laughs> it's the great awakening, bro. This is the great awakening. Who else has been caught up? Um, apparently Stephen Paddock, he's still alive. He was, he was framed for trying to warn us. They have him in a government cell. Oh, so are they going to give him the Rommel, uh, option that they say that they're giving Hanks? No, I don't think so. Cause he was okay. a, uh, he was an interloper, you know, he wasn't like he, the, so it wasn't a false flag. I mean, uh, the Vegas shooting happened, but it, you know, that was his way of messaging that the great awakening is coming, man. He, he could have just written an email, I think, <laughs> or like a banner outside the, the Bellagio. He could have been very active on Reddit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, if, I don't know if you had to kill 50 people. Um, did we, did we, did we ever find out why he did that. No, nobody ever found out why I did it. It's a fucking joke that we never investigated it. I it's, it's, let me tell you the only thing I know about this. I spoke to somebody in LA or in uh, Las Vegas law enforcement who said who just said there's more to this than we that, than they're telling us, and I know it. So there you go. Well, That's do, all. What I do you know. think it is? What do you think it is? I don't know. I mean, my guess, I wrote a whole fucking comic book on this subject. I think, I think that that dude is a sleeper agent, obviously. Uh, I think that they do the, I think that they activate these dudes, uh, to do mass shootings, to take out specific targets and uh, like, but in a mass shooting, take out a specific target so that the mass shooting covers it up and, or to create, uh, a, a sort of, uh, increased panic 
within us, whether, whether that's to take away our guns or just to have us always on edge and always have us sucking on the government titties saying, please help me, mommy, please help. I'm scared. Uh, it could be one or the other could be both could be all, I don't know. Uh, but I, I don't think there's any chance in this world that, uh, that man was a lone shooter inspired by being mad. Uh, and, there's no and there's no evidence to any of that. Like the, like they didn't even do a, a cover up. They just don't talk about it. Think about right. that. For well, a well, that's that that. So that's my big question is that all the all what you're saying. Like, all right, I'm on for the ride. Um, but I don't know why can't they just invent a cover story? Yeah, right. Well, it's the is, same is the lesson that they don't need to. Now, you know what? It, maybe. Yes, it could be that they know now that cover stories fall apart. Whereas letting people forget never does, you know, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I think that that's their new thing is the 24 hour news cycle just takes us out of our shit. Like I said, it, it, yo, if you got a me too complaint, good luck, <laughs> good fucking luck in 2020. Cause the news isn't going to carry your bullshit for you. Your news mm. isn't going to do it. Like it, it's basically like uh, it, there's nothing going except for this. And then the next crisis, the next hysteria, the next insanity. So I, uh, I, I think that the people that are sound like paranoids and said, uh, look, they do this every election cycle. They're not wrong. This just happens to be extra insane. Now, is the disease going to prove as bad as everybody's saying it is? I don't know. Italy appears to say yes. <laughs> yeah. But as you pointed out, there might be uh, extenuating circumstances there. There might be factors that, that leave Italy at particularly uh, high risk because they're molesters, but (laughs) other places might not, other places may not face that same risk. Now they're saying in the United States, we're like a day or two away at this point, I think from getting slammed in such a way that, uh, that hospitals are, uh, overworked and that the whole system collapses and that, uh, y- you know, y- the doctor calls you and says, we're putting a pillow over grandma's face. And then you've right. got to say, I consent. And th- it, it, they say that we're a day or two away from that. Obama's Maybe? death panels. They came true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that was a, an ill portent. Uh, so that might all be true or this might be the Y2K bug. You know what I mean? And and everybody who is acting hysterical, little chicken littles out here are. So here's the problem, Eric. If you overreact and uh, act like a loon and shut the world down, you can all, and it, nothing comes to pass. You can always claim that it didn't come to pass because you shut the world down. And you can always say, uh, well, I was doing what I thought, needed to be done for the best for the everybody's best interest. So you have these two covers, but they're not convincing me because you're basically Patriot acting me in my house right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm waiting for the fucking drone outside of my condo. It, 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 this is uh, unacceptable nonsense and Americans won't mobilize. I don't think until they are very hungry because we are, I see people doing on social media saying, Start like we have to start a rent strike now. Good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Like, yo, the person saying that to you, like, do I think that there needs to be 
real uh, amnesty, real forgiveness uh, on things that happen in the, in the next 25 days, 100%. You can't crater entire fucking uh, industries and then uh, ha- have offer nothing to those people. You can't uh, have people that are making $23,000 a year uh, sit in their homes and make nothing for the next 25 days. They're going to be literally starving soon. So yeah, I don't think that you can just say, yeah, it's fine. Get over it. I don't think that, but I also think that when we rush into like panicked ass, let's be decisive situations. Uh, we might be fucking ourselves for, for a long time. Same way you broke up with the girlfriend cause you were big mad and now you're at home stroking your dick. Well, I don't think it, I don't think it's Y2K because obviously a lot of people are dead and prove it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, you know, I ain't seen one, Eric. I I would be thrilled if this wasn't, uh, you know, if this was uh, less than what they're saying, because I don't know, I guess in Italy and, and, and other places, but, you know, is it going to get that bad here? Everybody seems to kind of think so. Um, I, what I wonder is like, if, if, if me, I, if people isolating in their homes, which by the way, they're not doing, like nope. they're, no. they're just not going to work and, uh, they're just not going out to get loose, but they're going out to the park. They're going out for walks. They're, they're meeting up with friends. So like, are we really, if we're still doing that shit, are we really doing anything? I mean, like the giant gatherings, like the WrestleManias and the fucking, you know, uh, COVID fest 2020 in the desert, you know, canceling those, I think will definitely slow the thing down. Um, but like, you know, it, it seems like we're about to get slammed with this shit. I don't know. I got a shallow cough. What do you think? Mm, well, you were just in Southeast Asia for fucking like three weeks. So that doesn't say the, anything good. <laughs> yeah, I think there it is. I think the plane is what's is really what's going to kill my ass. I don't Why think it that? was being oh, yeah. riding two planes. And I know what you're saying. Full of Asians. But but riding two planes uh, is is what is uh, gonna gonna jam me up with the cancer, the radiation. What do you think? In moments like this, panics like this, can I get away with my Asian voice? Mm, may, well, you, you gotta save it for Patreon. What about that's a special feature? Oh, well, for sure. But what about the, I'm saying? Have some of our norms eroded? Like. Is the N-word cool now? Yes or no? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's cool, but like you can be like, look, man, I'm just really stressed out. And I think maybe people would be more understanding. <laughs> I'd say <laughs> there's look, there's I no ethical it. consumption under capitalism. I, I had I'd to say, say the N-word. I had a COVID moment there. <laughs> oh, COVID moments. <laughs> it's a new, it's a new version of, uh, it's a new excuse to, to use. I, I, I think people will run with that. All right, thank um, God. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I you were so you on your way home, right? On your way back to the West Coast, you 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 had a little stopover in South Korea. What's what's the feeling there? Uh, airport was virtually empty. Um, I was there for twelve hours, and I saw fewer than a hundred people. Um, everything that you could touch is has a little sign on it uh, explaining that it's uh, no longer touchable. Uh, all there's stores in there and, and you know, it's never like airport stores are, are mobbed, but when I say they're dead, they're deader than dead. 
uh, I ate at a restaurant and hung out next to it. And I was the only person that ate there for seven and a half hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, the water fountains are turned off. Uh, it was me and one other white person in the entire building were the only people not wearing masks. Yeah. Uh, I have no respect for masks and I shit on them. And I think that you are basically a climate denier, uh, anti-vaxxer if you're wearing one. Uh, yeah. I, let's go off on that for a second. Cause I know you're like frothing at the mouth about the masks, uh, okay. confirmed. They don't, they, if you are sick, they may help with preventing, you know, they will block your sneezes and coughs and things like that. But, but if what are you, you doing coughing into the air? What is Do you have a brain yeah, defect? Too. You should just cover your mouth, but just also cover your mouth. That's what the, that's what the uh, inside of your elbow is for. If you uh, have, if you are healthy, wearing a mask will not prevent you from catching something. Yes. Full so, stop. It won't confirmed. And like the first couple of weeks of this and in the past experiences when there's been little scares of, of illnesses, I was, I, I gave a little leeway. I would look at people and be like, yeah, I don't think that really does anything, but like if it makes you feel better, whatever. Now it is fully confirmed. They don't do anything unless they're like fitted to your face, specially by a mask guy. They're not. And even then they're not going to, they're going to prevent you from transmitting something to somebody else, but they will not block the germs from getting inside of you. Germs are real small people. So when I see yeah. the customs officials, th- this was my guy. <sighs> Camping in LAX. There you go. Wuhan. COVID. There you go. Uh, when, 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 uh, when I landed in LAX, the customs dude was wearing a construction style face mask. It does less than nothing. Yeah. The particles have to be nine 11 size for, <laughs> for that shit to work. So, but that's how fucking people are out here. They don't, yo, uh, let, let me say something, Eric. Let me go off on a deeper conspiracy. This is tied to the dream state that the that the Aboriginal people of Australia are connected to, the right. dream time. Okay, uh, this this is this is Jungian over here. Ooh. Uh, there is some is that collect- Asian? There's some collective consciousness here, where people wanted hysteria. If if COVID doesn't exist, it wouldn't surprise me if this was just a fucking mass hysteria. People saying they're getting sick. Uh, not realizing that this is all in their heads because people need this. That's, that's what the masks convince me. The masks convince me that people, they thirst for this type of feeling special. You know, they want to work from home. They want to make, yo, by the way, everybody on Instagram, I see you, you're acting just like I act all the time and you give me shit. And now you know what it's like to be home all day. Like me. Now you're acting insane. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but I honestly think that this is like, like we need in the same way that populism became such a fucking thing the last four years, where basically like every place in Europe fell to these fucking bizarre populist ideas, and now the United States we thought was going to choose between uh, uh, right leaning populist uh, or kleptocrat populist and socialist populist. We, we thought that the, but they didn't go that way. Uh, but in the same way that we had this, just like this revulsion to globalism, this revulsion to like a world community. And we all had to splinter. I think the same thing is happening right now where there is a collective consciousness that needed a hysteria 
needed. It, 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 all the hysterias of the last couple of years, like, like whether we want to say like kind of the Western idea of social justice, like all these ideas that took root and were just people online yelling at each other. And like, I need something to talk about. My life is fucking empty. I'm making no money. I need something to talk about. We've given everybody on the planet something to talk about at the same time. I think that this is, if not manufactured, if it's not manufactured, we would have manufactured it. That's my belief. We, I don't think anybody's competent enough to actually manufacture it. Uh, but I mean, it's, I, I, I hear what you're saying. We should, we should rename this podcast to like InfoWars Jr. or something like that. This is the <sighs> InfoWars Jr. episode. This is, uh, this is a bit InfoWars. It's a bit infowarsy, I gotta say. Were, were you had were you uh, drinking sake at a Japanese restaurant and got arrested on uh, down in uh, Dallas, Texas? <laughs> Did that happen to you? Uh, is that what happened? He got he got a DUI from drinking sake at a Japanese restaurant the whole time. Something like that, yeah. You know what? He's a man with culture. Yeah, he's look, and, and then apparently he he the, they he was not jailed or no i guess he was taken downtown and i don't but i don't think he was jailed they, but they did re, they did take his car and put it in a uh in a in a pound and he walked three miles home yo i walked three miles home respect <laughs> you walk 40 miles home he also probably wanted to avoid the uber driver taking photos of him maybe yeah yeah that could be you know like he, he probably believes that if he puts a hat on he can make it those three miles home uh, sway, swaying drunk, falling off the sidewalk drunk, but better that than have the Uber driver take some selfies with him. Listen, he's a bastion of truth. He's a man of of uh, of true integrity and honor. And uh, if he wants to cut loose every now and then and have a few sake bombs with the with the sushi chefs at uh, Isono's, then he's entitled to that. You know, he takes the the brain force, the uh, the the blue uh, nootropes that uh, keep your uh, brain and muscles at their highest capacity. And when you take those, one of the side effects is if you have alcohol, it makes it a little more powerful. So, you know, it was probably that he wasn't even drunk. He was just feeling the side effects of the brain force. And, uh, you know, he ended up in an unfortunate situation. But we all know that he that the, that the Clinton Foundation has these people following him anyway, waiting for the slightest misstep in the first place. So he's a man under a tremendous amount of pressure. That's true. I would not blame him at all if he said the N-word. That, 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 that's just uh, – he deserves a, co- a COVID moment. A COVID moment, exactly. He's, listen, we're all entitled to our COVID moments, and that, that happened to be Alex Jones's COVID moment. And uh, he's, just, be- he's just asking the questions. You know what? That, I, I have the ultimate respect for that. Do you think that – do you think that we are going to be a more understanding people soon where we understand people's COVID moments? Or, or do you think that this is going to be chaos in the streets, guys using those knives that, that look like uh, 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 bird talons to, to slash people's stomachs open and, and steal their organs? Is it going to be like that? It, it depends. I think it, it depends entirely. Like you said, if they can keep the, su- the supply chains of food running, if everyone stays fed, then I think we're going to be fine. Um, if they... Or conversely, if they really lock it down where they start welding us into our, our homes like in China, um, I don't think things will get that stressed in these streets. I think we'll all just be very bored. Do you think that uh, – how? okay, so Australia uh, domestic violence 
uh, networks are saying, yo, we're going to need a lot of money. And that's a pretty dark appraisal, but let's say at bare minimum, this costs a lot of people their relationships. Oh yeah, that's happening. Do you think that being cooped up with your fucking partner, unable to leave, is going to break up more relationships than we could ever fully understand? I think, eh, you know what, let's be optimistic. Maybe it'll save some relationships. Oh, maybe. maybe I think maybe being apart, maybe being apart will save some relationships. That that too. I mean, look, it, 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 I think across the board is is uh, it's a fair appraisal. But yeah, I think being cooped up with your partner. I mean, I, I'm not good when I'm cooped up. I get weird quick. Uh, one day of this mm. shit makes me makes me weird. So, um, you know, and I think there's a lot of other people like me, and then there's people like you who can live you could probably spend the rest of your life inside and, and be on cloud nine. So, I mean, I think we'll see things across the board, but yeah, I'm waiting for one. Once this is over, I'm waiting for the articles, like how COVID-19 saved my relationship. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be all, no, we're going to look, are we going to learn anything from this shit? Are we going to, is this going to change our social behavior? Is this going to change the, the mindset that we've been in, you know, this mind, prison that we've been trapped in since t- late 2015. No, uh, no. Uh, here's the only thing I expected to do is to crater certain industries that won't come back. So when people are saying, Oh, I work at, I, I work in uh, food service. Uh, I'm going to die. No, you're not. Restaurants will come back. What might not come back is things on the, on the edge, uh, movie theaters, comic book stores, Things that are dying anyway may not yeah. come back. Restaurants, n- nobody's saying restaurants are dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, no. What is up with you? Got to stay away from your folks. You got it. No, I had a cold for like two weeks. I guess like back. No, I had a cold. For, I guess it was like a week and a half. I had a. I had a. I, you know what? I've been thinking about it. I had a pretty like a pretty hefty cold, and I'm just. I was thinking like maybe I just fucking had it, but that it was before this this panic really set in. So I was still, I was going to work. I was living my life. I didn't feel good, but like I was, I was chilling. I was, you know, I, I, uh, I was Your doing to do. Maybe, I don't know. I've been around a lot of people and I don't think any, I mean, my girlfriend got sick. She got, she, she got whatever it is I had, but like my parents have been home for a week since they were, they were previously, when I had the cold, they were on vacation. They've been home for a minute now and they're, they're, they're doing fine. That's because they're made of sterner stuff. They're boomers. Scared of nothing. Yeah, they will. They've yeah, they've lived through absolutely uh, no times of imminent crisis. So yeah, they're really they're really made for this shit. Just nine eleven. Nine eleven. Nine eleven counts. No, oh, please. Nine eleven was like four days. See, that's what I say, but people get mad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's my belief as well. <laughs> but and it only affected. I, 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 lived, I lived in New York, and I was over it in fucking a week. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it only affected point. What, what percentage of the population of the United States is New York City? Uh, 0.8? Less? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 9-11. And, and by a week later, it was like, oh, you can't go downtown. But everyone was moving about their life. Yeah. Um, no, look, I, I was actually thinking about this because my mom, you know, every, everyone's boomer mom right now is, is is stuck to the news. And uh, she was really upset. And I was just trying to calm her down. I was like, yo. Think about fucking Nan and Pop. 
they're dead now, but they fucking, you know, they lived through the most economic depressed time in human history. They lived through the most violent time in human history. And yeah, my grandma never said a negative thing in her entire fucking life. So I think you should start prepping your parents by saying, look at grandma and grandpa. They're dead now. And it seems very peaceful. It seems they seem very chill. So, they both lived into their no. My grandma lived into her early nineties, and my grandpa lived into his late eighties. They both had a very nice life. They lived through the worst. Dep- they lived in the through the uh, Great Depression, and then the years between nineteen thirty nine and nineteen forty five, eighty million people on the planet died between the between all the world all the fronts of the World War Two between the Holocaust and the nuclear bombs. 80 million people perished in six years. That's fucking insane. So this, I'm not trying to, you know, downplay whatever it is we're going through. Worst, you know, worst projections of this might be a million dead. That would be pretty horrifying. But Nanan and Pop Pop lived very nice lives, very happy people, very charmed lives. And, uh, you know, I think the same may befall us if we're lucky. I'm... So my father hasn't been able to call me while I've been out of the country. Uh, I cannot wait for the first phone call I get from him because I'm going to start. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start prepping him for his demise. I'm going to. St- I'm going to go immediately into it, where I'm like, "Hey, Dad, I'm so glad you called because I know you don't got long. You know, I, I'm. I'm going to le- get him off the phone feeling as though." We just attended his wake together. (laughs) So is your father still locked up? Still locked up and the facility is locked down. Well, that's typically how prisons go anyway. Well, it is nobody in, nobody out, no visitors. Your Uh, mom can't, your mom can't smuggle in him like a brujol or something. Yeah, no, no, uh, she usually keeps the, uh, the bruschetta in her butt. Right. And and, uh, she can't do that right now. So, uh, they, he's supposed to be out in like two weeks, which is why I need to be back in the, back in New York recording an album. I'm supposed to be singing right now, uh, but I'm going to have to stay away at least until he gets back. And the first wave supposedly of, uh, uh, of, uh, healthcare services being slammed, uh, <laughs> Cause he's going to get sick, but I need him to get sick when a doctor isn't, isn't texting me or, or, or hitting me on a Instagram DM to say, yeah, we got some younger people in here. We got to shoot your father. Yeah. He's going to yeah. selfie with him while he's taking your dad off a ventilator. Yeah, yeah precisely. I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want that. I want my father to have a fair shot at a ventilator. So, yeah. so and look, he's old. Sometimes shit happens, but I want him to get a, a, a decent shot. Yeah. That's, that's all we really, that's, that's all anybody wants. That's all I want. I want a shot and I want the government to get it's uh, at least two of its fingers out of my asshole right now. Yeah. They, they, well, they got a full fist. If you're in New York, they got, they got a full fist up there. Um, They're doing jazz hands. So what, so what are your earliest estimations back in on the East coast? Two weeks from now would be the earliest. Uh, Dude, well, just fucking stay out there. Just don't come back. Ever. Yeah. I mean, that that's general life advice I'd give in, in, on a, in a good month. But right yeah, now, true. don't come to New York. No, everybody says New York it couldn't be worse. 
Everybody's it's like, really, you know, it seems to be the epicenter of the shitstorm at the moment. I don't think anybody within this in this country has it worse right now. I think we're closing in on 10k cases of this shit. Yo, I saw you say a thing that I I would say, and I was <laughs> surprised to see you so strident. What did I say on Twitter? You said when people were like shaming people for being out, you were telling them to suck your dick. And I, I'm with you. <laughs> what did I, I did say that, but like, oh, right. Because, yeah. Cause, okay. So this was, well, I guess it was only like a week ago now, but Jesus Christ, it seems like a long time ago. But yeah, no, people were mad because people were chilling in Prospect Park and everyone was like, go home. What are you doing? And I was like, yo eat my ass like what the fuck like i'm out in the park like it's i get it i get the social distancing thing i'm i'm with you but like look it's a beautiful spring day people gotta look that's what i try to explain people have to live their lives man like you have to like people want to be free and more like and and i get that the fear of an illness or spreading it to i get that that might be selfish but i think there's nothing more american honestly and uh, listen a nice a nice day in the park man so I saw some British reporters stick a microphone in some dude's face because he was out on the sidewalk and said, don't you think it's a little selfish that you're out? And he goes, no. And he says, what about the people who are old? And he goes, maybe they shouldn't leave their houses if they don't want to get sick. Yo, that's where I'm at. It's like abortion. Don't like it. Don't have one. Don't want to get sick. Don't leave your own house. Don't tell me not to leave my fucking house. Fuck you. Mm. I mean, this this was also now I might not say that, but like this was also like a week ago when I was a little more like less concerned about everything going on. I, I didn't think we'd get so, to this point. So are you going to remove are you going to delete the tweets where you called it a boomer remover and that you were so glad that it was going to kill everybody over the age of 40 <laughs> boomer remover? I like that. Um it's no, I won't delete the tweet. I'll leave that up for posterity. But um, <laughs> let the record sh- let the record show that you had. That's your Howard Stern nine eleven. I think if you're out in the look, if you're if you're if you're with your uh, loved one or whoever it is that you cohabitate with, if you guys go to the park together and sit out on the blanket and have a sandwich, I don't think that's a very big risk. If you're with 50 other people playing volleyball, maybe you're putting some other people at risk. But those people are also there voluntarily, I will say. Maybe they shouldn't be. Maybe, you know, maybe they're being a little bit selfish. Maybe they could carry that on to, to Pop Pop, who's at home. Um, but, you know, if you're – like I said, if you're with your yeah. person who, you're, who you live with chilling in the park, I think that's okay. Eric, people shouldn't look at their phones when they're driving. It's a, it could cost some old man his life. Yeah, it's true. But I look at my phone the entire time I drive. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. I, 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 I glance at it at red lights. I, I put typically a movie on and I just watch it as, uh, while I'm driving. <laughs> Yo, are people really prepared to face the fact that of, of how many people actually do that? Are people prepared to face the fact exactly that – we all act like let's burn the witch, the anti-vaxxer witch. Let's burn the person that's leaving their house during the uh, COVID crisis. But like, yo, every day of our lives, we do shit that puts yeah. people in danger. And yeah. all it is is sanctimony, fucking pointless moral superiority. When we 
get the green light socially to condemn other people. And you know these people, these fucks, yo, people are devils, man. People are devils because the same people that were like, like on on social media trying to like take people's jobs away uh, for uh, screaming the n word from the car or whatever it might be, they. those same people are now the people that are like jumping on the let's shame people for leaving their house. There's just a person. There's like a fucking inquisitor. There's a, there's a Torquemada fucking motherfucker that is like, like, like he just wants to fucking pull your fingernails off because all he gets off on is fucking condemning you. You know what I mean? That's the guy that's masturbating as he's giving testimony to the fucking judge. This person exists. This person is real. This person is the person telling you not to leave their house. This is the toad, the fucking gross toady who is telling you, oh, the government sucks, but I need the government to put everybody on lockdown. Yo, you're a fucking toad. Fuck you, you moralizing fucking disgusting frog person. Uh, You know what? I would be more with it. I would be more with this like. Everybody like you, if, if this was like, you know, the airborne version of AIDS or something, or if like, or if I was more convinced that it actually, that this is working, you know what I mean? Like that, that me staying inside is working, you know, then I'd, I'd kind of be more for it. But like, look, the United States is the kind of country where our national anthem should be, can't tell no one what to do by a negative approach because they're going to spit in your face. They're going to, unless you put a gun to their head, they're going to defy your, your mandate. Am I wrong? Any other time in human history or in American history, I'd tell you, no, that's accurate. But right now I think we're such servile worms, such fucking like, uh, uh, lambs, uh, that uh, who knows, you know, who knows? It's, uh, uh, it seems like everybody's fucking complying here in LA. These fucking non-entities out here, these fucking uh, w- fucking th- these people are are th- you know how like the stereotype of the conspiracy theorist or or like whatever calling people sheeple. I'm there. That's yeah. where I'm at. I today took well. That's interesting that that's what's going on in LA. Um, I took a drive today. And I did not leave my car. I got in the car, drove around just to just to be outside in the sunlight, listen to some music. Um, Things are getting dark. Was that? Things are getting dark. Well, I I took a little ride. I and for the people at home that don't know, I live now. I live on the border of Queens, New York, and the border of Nassau County, Long Island. Um, took a little cruise around. Yo, there's people everywhere, my dudes. They're not maybe in giant gatherings. But there's plenty of traffic and there's plenty of people getting gas, going to the, the food store, doing whatever. People are leaving their house. So I guess we're going to get hit pretty fucking hard. I'm looking out the window right now and mad cars are driving by. It's, it's uh, you know, so if L.A. is truly as locked down as you said, if self-imposed, then maybe New York's the last place of, uh, hey, hey, government, why don't you sit on my fucking dick right now? No, listen, I want, I want to get together with some real militia guys. I think that, I think that's the direction you and I are headed. (laughs) Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think we got to get, I got, we got to find our Montana connect. No, I got to say, you know what? While I was driving around, I was, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get something from the grocery store or something, get some like 
you know, some greens for my mom or something like that. And I was, I sat there for a minute and I was like, eh, better not risk it. And I left. Mm. I'm I about to, go, I don't have to go to Whole Foods with a hacking cough. <laughs> you have to go COVID, COVID. Exactly. The whole time. You have to go Wuhan. <laughs> going to do it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, I'm, I, I will say I'm a little rattled. You know, uh, you know, I don't want to get this fucking thing and need to go to the hospital while it's fucking overwhelmed or go to the hospital for any reason. I don't know. I, 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 this is where I'm the guy that likes a nice, exciting experience. <laughs> that's not, that's not good. Exciting. Especially you don't have fucking health insurance. Oh no, I'm I, it's a wrap for me, but I, it's already a wrap for me financially. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to have to be a criminal for the rest of my fucking life. And yeah, and these, when they, these are, when These they institutions draw me court, only bury someone so much. You made me do this. <laughs> so what? So we have to join a militia then? Uh, yeah, I think we got to join a militia. It's about time. Do we start our own or we do we join up with someone else? You know what? Again, I can't follow these fools. I'm gonna, I might have to be my own, be my own dude, be my own militia. Militia man. I got to say you had those, uh, you have those, those red tinted glasses. I was getting a little, uh, uh, Jim Gucci's? Jones vibe. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of these Gucci's. I bought so much bootleg shit, Eric. I, I know. I saw some. It's, it's funny. I, I'm wearing one of my two tracksuits right now. <clears throat> How's it feel? Yo, if tracksuits are fucking great. Yeah. A friend of this podcast hit me and said that they get, she gets hers for 50% off. If I ever want anything. How so, did you not know that you were, you were an Italian? <laughs> I should you have taken my tracksuit and, gro- and yeah. groping strangers as, as uh, a sign that I, I I was meant to be. Yeah, I guess so. So, what do you think? What do you think about these Chinese lies? What do I think of the Chinese lives or lies? Lies. Well, I guess both because China. For a little while, you know, China was like, oh, we're, our, our cases are steadily decreasing. We're getting back to normal. And I was like, oh, well, that that's a good sign, right? I mean, like they, they were out of commission for maybe like a, a maybe a little, little over two months, but getting back to normal. Okay. You know, that, that that's cool. And then I read the news today that said China has reported zero new cases in the last uh, three days. And I said, okay, they're lying. Never mind. Yeah, you're not buying that, huh? No, not even a fucking little bit. Zero yeah. cases. Uh, well, here's the deal. I was just in Cambodia that was uh, reporting it, it, no, nothing but uh, uh, t- like two cases total. But that's obviously not true. They're just not checking everybody. You know what I'm no, saying? Of like, course. So uh, Cambodia, I might have been walking around 100,000 people that had that shit. But uh, what are they going to do? Go get tests? Well, China is trying to give people the impression that they're over it, that it's done for them. This is in the past, which it's it can't be. Yo, there can't be not there can't be zero infected in a country of what two point something billion. No people are getting it right now. It's fucking horseshit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know you. I know your role is the contrarian guy on the show, but come on. No, listen, it, it's like a closed system there. It's possible that they just took it. Look, China. Uh, well, it was different leadership, but uh, under Chiang Kai-shek, they they just took everybody who had an opium problem and shot them in the head. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, so uh, look, you know, maybe there's a little ounce of that going on over there. You know, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Maybe a little mass grave situation, but uh, they look. It could be that they're not testing, but I think they were pretty stringent with. I think they were the reason that they were quote unquote able to get over it so quickly is because look, they that's a police state, fam. And people are much better at taking direction there. They fucking straight up. I saw the goddamn videos. They were welding people into their apartments. They take this shit seriously. They also built hospitals in a matter of like three days. And they also had shit like ready from their SARS outbreak. They know how to deal with this. They're getting over it because they knew how to deal with it. And it still fucked them up. So we don't know how to deal with it. It's just ramping up. And it's likely to fuck us pretty hard because we're not getting welded Here's into two our apartments. We know how to deal with it. We're going to desert raves. And mm, okay. I think that this I think that this is going to be a none of these podcasts are going to age well, Eric. Because no. because in 3 months we're going to look back at these podcasts and we're going to go, "What were we talking about? COVID was just a dream state that we were all in." <laughs> I this hope wasn't so, real. It wasn't real, case. Eric. This shit is made up. Yeah. It's fraud. I hope, that's I hope that's the case. Eric, um, have, you met, have you met anybody that's died? Uh, no. That's curious. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, I have seen uh, there. I don't know. There was something out there about well, they, they profiled people on the news who died. Oh, what is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody, attend those wakes? Anybody touch the bodies? Yeah. I see. That's one thing I'm wondering about the funerals and wakes and shit. I guess they can't. I guess we're not doing those. No, we're not doing those. But that's cool. I hope, I hope my, anybody in my family that wants to go, please go now. Yeah. Wakes are kind of, I don't And it seems like a, it's a weird practice to me. I got one loved one that does have a respiratory problem to start with. This one is not going to be great for her. So uh, if this is real, I want her to make it through it. But right now – okay, so here's what I, I will go on record is this. It is Saturday, March 21st. Uh, uh, we're, yes. like, we're like technically two months into this crisis, but for the United States, we'd put it at what? Uh, two and a half weeks? Mm, three weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah two, two weeks. So I'm going with now this could change, right? This is open to I'm I'm available to change this. Right now I'm going with fake. <laughs> it's it's fair. I don't think it's fake. I think I you look, the burden is on you, my dude. <laughs> You're the one trying to prove are, that some bullshit I can't see is real. Should we have like a doctor on the show or something? Yo, I watched Dr. Drew, he said it's fake. Did he really? No, but he said that the he said that the media was was really. Uh, he said for he said it's a cold. He said we live in a country of three hundred fifty million, and it's killed three hundred people. Uh, by any standard, he's like, yes, it is serious. Yes, it, it yes, we do have to take precautions. Uh, but this is a scam. He's like, this wow. is a he's like, this is a media scam. Uh, because they're just ginning it up and giving people false information. Wow. Well, you know what it is? 
is it false information or is it just that nobody fucking knows? Yeah, but if you say shit with authority, uh, uh, like, look, I don't think the news has any responsibility, but they pretend to, so maybe they should. And mm. if if you're out there saying things with with confidence and authority to a bunch of fucking morons, then I don't know. Maybe you're guilty of something. Hmm. Okay. I am at worldometers.info, and I'm going to assume that this is correct information um, as, as it stands right now. As we said, we have to date – we really have to like hammer on the fact of when we record these because this will be obsolete even if we post it immediately. Um, yeah. So it is 8.52 p.m. It is Saturday, March 21st, 2020. Corona- Coronavirus at this juncture, fake. <laughs> cases worldwide, or actually, no, I'm sorry. Cases uh, in the United States, 26,111. Deaths, 324. Recovered, 167. So I guess that, so that means that there's like 20,000 fucking people, 26,000 people that have this shit and are, are not yet over it. Yeah, I guess that okay, so active cases 25,547 in mild condition. Yeah, listen, and then probably 200,000 who didn't even notice they had it. When they're testing NBA players, they're finding like multiple dudes on every team with the virus. Mm. So my point is, if you're just a a top-level athlete like me, this shit doesn't even affect you. New York 11,729 total cases. Uh, total so deaths. You're half the 60. cases? City, you're- uh, yeah, I guess so. New York City is, or New York, New York State is uh, a little under half the cases. No, Good just, work, yeah, just a, yeah. Um, I mean, I knew you, New York's a fucking petri dish, man. Of course it was going to hit here the hardest. It's disgusting, and it's where the most no. people come through. There's no place more disgusting in North America than Los Angeles. There's no really? place. And I love LA. And some people would say San Francisco is m- much more dire, uh, like with its homeless crisis. But, yo, LA is, like I said, it feels like two thirds of the fucking population is living in tents. And this is where shit gets serious. There's a lot of motherfuckers living out here with AIDS. You know what I mean? You want to talk about compromised immune systems. This is if ten if these t- little tent cities get the corona, you're going to see a bunch of fucking forty year olds drop, you know. Mm. So, so that's not good. That's why I'm glad that the shit is made up. <laughs> I don't think it's made up. Eric, prove it. What you got a website with some colors on it? So what? Mm. What a little map with a circle on it. I don't know, man. I don't know what to make of it right now. I guess we don't know enough. You know, there was a bunch of fucking maps of the world before Columbus sailed. There's only – okay, so right now it looks like in the United States, I, assuming these numbers are true, assuming these numbers mean anything, 64 cases are in critical condition. 25,547 are in mild condition. But what does that mean? Eric, just as the Apostle Thomas had to put his fingers – into Jesus's wounds to believe that he was resurrected. I, the apostle Patrick need to put my finger into the mouth of a Corona person (laughs) dying on a ventilator to believe this is real. 
I mean, I will say, I will, I'll meet you halfway. The numbers, as it stands right now at 8.55 p.m. Uh, March uh, 21st, uh, 2020. Yeah, these aren't... These aren't really crisis numbers to me. I mean, this is like uh, 26,000 people in the whole of the United States is a very, very tiny number. Here's Especially if, if, if 25, if 25, 500 uh, of them are in mild condition, which again, I don't know. What, does that mean they're hooked up to a ventilator? What does that mean? Um, yeah, no, no ventil- if a ventilator is mild, that's pretty fucking serious. I, there's no yeah. ventilator mild. So 64 people are hooked up. To, this can't be that can't I can't, we can't be reading this right. That, Eric, this is what I'm saying. It's nonsense. So uh, the, the governor of California says that 50 percent of the, of the people of California are going to get this. What if he's wrong? Then we all say, oh, well, at least he did what he what he thought he had to do. Bullshit. Bullshit. This is this is why I'm saying that decisive action shit is just a cover. Mm. Well, you know what the thing is too. Would people? I mean, like, there's all the blue check marks are in full. Uh, they're in full scare mode on on Twitter right now because they're trying to freak people out. And like, I know that's they'll post the things, thing. They'll they'll post things that are just like heads up, everybody. Two thousand new cases in New York City in less than twenty four hours. And I'm like, Broseph. There are so many cases that we don't fucking know about. That 2,000 jump doesn't mean anything. It means that they tested a, a bunch of people and 2,000 of them confirmed have it. Correct. There could be 100,000 people that, that right now. And by the time that the tests come through, they'll be over it. Yeah, like, I, I think that's the most like. I think what, what's the most likely number of infected right now in New York City? Probably 100,000. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So but here's, this is what the people are not focusing on. Again, assuming this is true, world. I don't know the the, the, uh, the, the I, I can't verify the um, the um, uh, authenticity or the uh, uh, reliability of worldometers.info. But assuming this is true, twenty five thousand people, twenty five five hundred people have it, and they're in mild condition. That's ninety nine percent of the cases. And they're in mild condition. That's not to me. That's not very scary. It's not remotely scary. This is this whole disease exists for people that want to use the phrase vector for disease on their Instagram. Nobody knew what the (laughs) fuck fuck does that mean? It just means it's contagious, Eric. It means contagious. But people are so fucking corny. They they learn new phrases like uh, uh, what was the one Uh, uh, emotional labor. You know what I mean? Like they learn these phrases and they repeat them for six weeks until they just work their way out of their brain. So vector for disease is this fucking week's fucking phrase. Nobody's going to remember any of this shit. COVID's going to be a fucking why. This is why two, three. That's what this is. This is, this is a fake sequel. This is going to look really fucking bad. If it does, if it turns out to be as bad, if people are going to listen to this episode and be like, wow, we're just assholes. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, uh, while, while we're here, why don't we do full Howard Stern uh, 9-11 mode, uh, the, the 9-11 episode, which we've told people to listen to a lot. Yeah. Uh, let's just go all in. I, I, so it ages super poorly, and I just look insane. So I'm like blaming Arabs for the uh, COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? These are all COVID moments. Say anything, Eric. Let, let it all out. Who, uh, who, you, what was it? You hate retarded people or something? <laughs> 
This is I, I can't I don't know, man. It or it's four new deaths. Total deaths in New York sixty. Sixty. I guess, yeah. How many people hit by fucking ambulances? Yeah. Probably a lot. 63. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah. The rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Well, look, I guess that would be if this disease didn't exist, it would be sixty three less, right? Oh, that's the way you're going to go about this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying you're on their out. side now, huh? Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna call you a, a collaborator. But are these are these numbers real? Are are people are are hospitals more overwhelmed? Are there more infected that we know about? Are there's is there more serious? Are things getting filled up? So, a family friend is a doctor, young doctor. Right? He's not even forty yet, uh, and he's he's telling my family that he just took out a whole bunch of life insurance because he thinks that this is thirty times worse than they're letting us know. He says, he says that he doesn't buy the just old people thing at all. Uh, and he thinks that this is going to be nightmare, uh, scare pandemic. Uh, Hmm. me personally, not a doctor, just chilling. I mean, there's, it's all you can do, man. I I mean, I'm just chilling and like, I get if you're worried about it, like you can't like drive yourself fucking crazy with worried. Cause then it, that's worse than just getting a fucking lung infection. Yeah, for sure. Listen, don't drive yourself some, nuts. I'm going to watch some movies. I'm going to drink some orange juice. Uh, anybody like, I remember the, the article was like, this is not a snow day. Everybody like, yo, it is for me. Try, changing <laughs> my mind. try making me, try making me take something seriously. I don't even take, actual serious things seriously your yeah, demands that i take this seriously upset me <laughs> i say uh everyone do their best to enjoy their time off from work if you got fired that fucking sucks and i'm really sorry sucks. if you're working from home let you're still getting a paycheck fam yo everybody listening to me my industry may not exist when it when things go back to normal I may have to change careers entirely just at the exact moment that my career is is getting over the most significant crest to take me to the next place. I might have to find a new fucking career. So anybody that's like, oh, you're not taking it seriously enough. Fuck you. It, life is just going on. I'm going to go cough in an old person's face. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I mean – Here's the, here's the thing. Let's, let's speculate on this. 
if this turns out to be, you know, total, if this turns out to be not a, a close to what people are speculating, no one's ever going to take you seriously again, motherfuckers. No, I tell you what, they will because they love to. They yeah, love maybe. to. Everybody's getting off. Everybody's masturbating. That's what this is. Everybody's just fucking self-stimming to, to all this hysteria. People love hysteria. But like what I'm saying is the, I, I don't I don't see how you could ever believe what anybody – Trump is going to be like, I t- fucking told you, and then he's going to be president for life. No, see, so everybody's now saying – that Biden is going to surge past Trump because what what I and a million other people speculated was the only way Trump loses is if the economy crashes. And there's no way the economy is not crashing ahead of I mean we might enter like a like a true recession, like a yeah. like worse two thousand eight. You think gonna be, you think worse than two thousand eight? That's what some people are saying. I'm um, thinking about two thousand eight style. I mean, it's going to be bad for me, no matter how you slice it. I I, I might have to, uh, you know, uh, in, involve myself in dangerous fucking uh, careers. So, uh, but it might be bad, right? And that would take Trump out of the mix because people are going to uh, be in a panic state that they, they want change unless he tries to sell this as the new war on terror sort of thing. Uh, and we need his big man status right now because he's the only man that can get it done. That's possible. But here's, here's what people are saying. People are saying it's Biden. Here's what I would like to remind everyone. The media was 100% all in on Elizabeth Warren at the beginning of the cycle. If you go and look, go look at the data on this. It's actually insane. Every news outlet was talking about, Elizabeth Warren as the front runner at the beginning of this. Now that's about how plugged in they are. So when they say Biden is going to take this, take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? (laughs) These, the people that tell us the things every night don't know a fucking thing. Well, it's also, it's also like if this shit is over by November, which it seems pretty likely that it will be. I mean, people spelling the real doom say it's not going to be over for like a year. But um, if this is over by November, if this is over by October, everyone's going to forget. <laughs> it was just going to the media cycle is going to move on. Everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah, Trump. I remember that guy. I like him." They're going to vote for him. Mm, that's what I'll be saying. I mean, it, it's it's uh, you know, depending on how long this lasts we'll see how much of an influence it has on the election. Um, you're right in the sense that he could, he could, uh, if he was a more skilled politician, he could flip this into like a war on terror type thing. But, uh, I don't know. This is a little different than, uh, than, than, than being at war. Counterpoint. We can blame Arabs for both. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this COVID thing is Arab for sure. Oh, you think it's Arab? Yeah, I just want this to age super poorly. No, I, I'm <laughs> I'm blaming Italians because that's safe. Yeah, yeah, you you always take the safe option. Go in. This is your one option. opportunity. This is your no. COVID moment. Embrace it. I'm saying we take all the racism that everybody's using against Asians, and and we and we subvert that for racism against Italians. Oh, listen. <laughs> I'm going to go 
act like a homeless person. Look, let's address the thing. There was some incident in uh, in New York, right, where somebody Lysol sprayed a, or Febreze'd uh, a, a, a Asian person. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds right. Let's talk about it. As you and I point out every time, there's systemic racism that prevents people from achieving things in life, and that is a wholesale evil. And then there's crazy people. And anybody that's for breezing someone on a train is fucking crazy. Yeah, I worry. think that's in the extreme minority. <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely. Worry about systemic racism. Worry about people not being able to achieve anything in life because they were kept down from forces that just are bigoted against them. Do not fucking worry about Febreze homeless person. That's not real. That person lives in a halfway house and hasn't been allowed to see her daughter in 10 years. Don't worry yeah, about that person. And you didn't give a fuck about that person until that moment. And then you stopped the minute the moment passed. Yeah, precisely. Stop. You fucking, I, you know what? I'm full 4chan now. We're like, anytime that we have like blue check mark talk, I'm like, Oh, these fucking people, <laughs> I can put them against the wall. Fuck them. Uh, did have you seen, uh, Sam Harris's Ted talk? No. What's he I talking think, about? I think that, well, you know, Sam Harris. I do. Uh, Oh, wait a second. No, no, I'm sorry. Not Sam Harris. I was expecting a bigger response from you. Who's the fucking, who's the guy that you like that, uh, got kicked off of adult swim. (laughs) Wait, my boy. Uh, what's it? Sam Hyde. Sam Hyde. Sam Hyde has a a Ted talk. What's he talking about? (laughs) I haven't, I only saw a clip from it. Uh, Sam Hyde gives a Ted talk 2070 paradigm shift. It's called. Oh no, that's that's him doing a bit. There's no he, he didn't get invited to Ted. Although Ted's pretty desperate, they'd probably take us. No, he didn't. Is this not is that not real? I thought they would take uh, him. I thought he would just he he would be eight. Wait, no, it says Hyde snuck onto an independently organized TEDx program at Drexel University earlier this month and delivered a rambling, ridiculous, incomprehensible twenty minute speech on the buzzwordy two seventy paradigm shift. <laughs> It says it's it, – well, wait a second. Yeah. This is from 2013. Never mind. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was real. I thought it was from recently. No, but you know what? I'm going to try to elect him to the position of TED Talk. Uh, I, I, he needs to give a genuine TED Talk because I watched him talk to some fucking nerds in a parking lot on some on YouTube, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. I thought he like I, – I guess I just invented this narrative in my mind that's totally not true whatsoever. But I thought he – uh, like was able to scam his way onto a TED stage by being like, I'm a television producer. Look at this TV show I made. I, f- I feel like you should work for MSNBC. <laughs> Why is that? Cause your vetting of that particular story was on the level. You should work for Ra- <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty bizarre. You should work for Rachel Maddow. That's why this dude, that's why this podcast is perfect because it, we hold ourselves to no standard whatsoever. We don't know. I, I, I just publicly blamed Arabs for a, an imaginary disease. <laughs> this is not, this is a comedy podcast, fam. We're not reporting real news. We're giving you the commentary. This is an, what does Fox news say? This is our, this is our entertainment show. Yes. It's, it's our news entertainment show. It, it, it's yeah. the two of us. And then it's Mario Lopez. Right. It's like, it's like you have, you know, professional wrestling isn't a sport it's sports entertainment this is news entertainment 
There you go. I like that. That's what it is. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, you know, looking at these, looking at the, looking at worldometers.info is kind of really put things into a little bit of perspective. So you're going to go coffee like, mops? Yes. So it seems like 99% of these cases are quote unquote mild condition, which like, do you even need to be in a hospital for that? Uh, yeah, you need to be put in the, uh, government, uh, cage hospital, which is just, uh, with a bunch of migrant children where they, uh, give us uh, re-education pamphlets and make sure that we, uh, never think about owning a gun. Sponsored by the Clinton foundation. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> precisely. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, this is the thing Like, our hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. Well, like, dude, do 99% of these people need to be in the hospital. Eric, this, is a, this is a scam, my dude. It's a scam. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to believe, man. I don't know what to believe. Uh, don't believe the news. Yeah, that's for fucking sure. I guess not. I guess these motherfuckers are lying to me again. Yo, hold fool on. Me, I, fool me 112 times. Shame on you. Fool me listen. for the millionth time. Shame on me. Uh, well, how many deaths has it said? 60? Uh, it, mm, deaths in the United States, 324. Fool me 323 times. Shame, <laughs> shame on you. Recovered uh, 176, 25,547 in mild condition, 64 in serious or critical condition. Uh, LOL. Listen Watch me put this episode out and someone's like, yeah, you know, worldometers.info is like a, uh, is like a, it's run by, uh, it's, it's, it's run, it's, it's run by Alex Jones personally. <laughs> That's what he does in his free time. Yeah. Uh, so hold on. I'm looking at news items uh, to see if there's anything that's not Corona. Um, North Korea fired, fired a missile. Oh, did uh, they? Yeah. They're really, why would they, you know, they usually want the, the glory of the news. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's, this is the time. Well, they're like, uh, the they're, they're, they're desperate. The, North Korea is like, they're the, like, please look at me of, of world nations. Yeah, they are. They're thirsty as fuck. They're so uh, thirsty. World health organization says young people are not invincible. Um, you know what? Prove it. Try and convince uh, them that they're not honestly. When, when all my friends were getting, uh, Oh, I just got a weird message. Whatever. Um, when, uh, when all my friends were getting DUIs in high school, try telling them they're not invincible. They yeah, were. <laughs> uh, uh, also, is innate talent a myth? I'm not going to click on that because I know the answer. No, obviously not. Some people are fucking really talented from the time they're born. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. Come on. I I hate these fucking clickbaity. Like, it, does this change the narrative on a thing that we all understand to be true? No, obviously not. Shut up. No, uh, talent doesn't exist. That's why everyone who plays the drums is as good as Neil Peart. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no innate talent. If we all practiced for 15 hours a day, we would all be equally good. Yes, exactly. If we all did the same thing forever, we'd all – it's not that you know some of us pick it up and some of us don't. Uh, it's that it's, we're not disciplined enough. That's, see, that's just another government mind reprogramming article. This whole thing is a psyop. The new <laughs> BBC News is a psyop. Everything's a psyop. Mm. I don't know. All man. right. Listen to me. 
I have to uh, now get uh, go to Whole Foods because they're supposed to close two hours early, according to the email I just got. Oh, damn. Uh, but I'm game to do these every day. <laughs> yeah, let's do them every day. I, I'm just chilling. So if, if our listeners want every day, it, it, let's put it out to the listeners. If they want us to talk about the myth that is COVID or if they want us to talk about uh, uh, non non mythological uh, uh, content for, for the, for the podcast. I just want to update the numbers real quick. Uh, we had one more death in our conversation. Totally fake. <laughs> Listen, this is like a, uh, what do you call them? Like, like, a, like you're trying to get out of school. You, you're sick and you want to get out of school. You got to provide me a doctor's note. If your grandma died from the COVID, I need not just proof that your grandma died. I need the test results certified. No fucking fakes that it was the COVID. Mm, you need to, until then. You, I'm not buying it until then. I think you killed your grandma and you blamed it on the COVID. <laughs> you might've killed her by carrying it. You coughed now, in the face. Eric, you can't carry something that doesn't exist. Try, hold on. I want you to pick up uh, 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 a bunyip right now. All right, P- pick up a uh, a, a, a a mythological beast that you can't see. Do, would you do it for me? Are you trying right now? I'm trying, but I, I can't find one. Yeah, exactly. If you can't pick up something that doesn't exist, you can't pick up the COVID. It doesn't exist. All right. So we're we're uh, all right. We're calling it on this episode. Uh, you got a nice hour and a half long one. That's pretty good. We haven't done one of those in a while. Uh, yeah, we're going to be more regular now that you're back We're and our time zones are a little more in sync. We can do one of these and I'm, I'm fucking stuck at home so we can do these all fucking day. Um, we're going to have more Patreon content. We'll have more regular content. Yeah, let's try and hit people. Let's try and do more with the, you know, like the fem cell episodes. Oh yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be on that topic specifically, but that, you know, that style of episode where we discover something, something truly horrible. Yeah. I'm game for that. Let's, uh, let's do one of those, uh, for Patreon, something like that tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, we'll try to keep these people, the people are thirsty for entertainment. So we'll try to give them something every day. Gotta keep them fed fam. All right. All right, hit Eric, the, uh, let me do the sign off. Hit the hit the Twitter at WP Timeline on Twitter. Hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Um, I see people donating even in these times of crisis. We love you. Thank you. Um, once we get this uh, government mandated check, we'll be able to, uh, we'll be that much closer to, uh, to uh, our Cuban links. We can send, we can, we can drop the, I'll send Trump the Patreon link and he can, he can just drop it right into our account. You saw my chain. Thirty dollars, not bad, not bad. Don't, don't tell the people that. Um, I mean, I'm going for the legitimate thousand dollar chain, no matter what. Okay, yeah. Um, everybody, hit the hit the phone again. I don't know. Doing the phone, we'll try phone. We'll do a messages episode on Patreon and see how it goes. I don't know if it's going to work remotely while we're apart, but leave some messages anyway. Two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. We have some backlogs, but they're so they're so dated right now. That'd be a fun episode to do. That'd, no, that'd be funny in its own way. Yeah. All right. We'll save that one for for the Patreon. Hit that link. Hit it up, and you'll get all that bonus shit. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Cool. Later, everybody. It is now twenty twenty four, and the choice is up to you. 
Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out. And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.